Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the earth tremble, for the day of the Lord is at hand. Welcome to the Seer Report with Pastor Daniel Carlton. The Seer Report is a ministry of the Tabernacle Worship Center located on Benton Pike in Cleveland, Tennessee. Receive your fresh word from heaven today. Hello, everyone. I am Pastor Daniel Carlton, and I am the host of the Seer Report. We're so glad to have you with us this day, and so we pray the blessings of God will be upon you. Those of you who have been watching our program, you know that we bring each week a fresh word from heaven. And that's what I plan on doing here just in a few moments. I have some wonderful scriptures that I believe that God's got for you. Man, have we got a word. Wow. I mean, uh, it is amazing, you know. I've heard people say that, you know, that they go to church and they listen to a sermon and listen to people preach and things on that line, you know. But I want to share something with you real quick before I go into this, that uh, the Lord, several years ago in my ministry, I I was like typical pastor, typical preacher, you know. I would preach a sermon. I would come up and say, my subject today is, you know, the love of God or, you know, Jesus, you know, and, and that's the way I would preach. And so every week, you know, preparing uh, two, three messages a week, you know, I would go in and I'd say, okay, God, give me a, uh, a, a subject so I can preach, you know. And, and the Lord one, one day just, uh, I said, Lord, give me, give me the, you know, the subject that you want me to preach on. What shall I preach on here? And then I would get the scriptures to match up with the subject. Well, one day the Lord just spoke to me and said, no. <laughs> now, if you want to you freak a preacher out and a pastor out, is when God says, no, I'm not going to give you a subject. You know, I mean, it's just like, whoa, okay, what am I supposed to do here, you know? And the Lord said, instead of, instead of preaching subjects, he said, preach my word. And I said, well, God, that's what I'm doing. I'm preaching your word. No, you're preaching a subject and you're making scriptures fit the subject. Bring my word to them. My people are in need of a word from heaven, not a, you know, a combining of scriptures in order to promote a subject. And so for the last many years, I have dedicated myself, my ministry to preaching, not subjects, but words from heaven. And each week, that's what I do. I bring a word, I, a fresh word from heaven. You know, the word says, my people perish for the lack of vision. And if you're, if you're just hearing subjects, you know, that's, that's come out of some book, you know, there's a lot of books out there for pastors and preachers, you know. If you're just preaching a subject, you know, and, and that's all you do. Okay, I, I'm not trying to be ugly with this, but friends, the people need a word from heaven. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, three years ago, uh, in the month of December 2019, you know what that means, right before the pandemic broke out of the COVID, okay? 
uh, God gave me a series of words and I ministered on them. And, and what the Lord revealed to us was that we were to take communion every service during the month of, uh, I think it was, I think it was November and December. We were to take communion and the word of the Lord that came to us was that there was going to be an event that would take place in early 2020 that was going to change everything and we need to be prepared. Well, we never dreamed of a pandemic. I mean, that's last thing on our minds. And so the whole month there of November and December, oh yes, yes, yes. Not only were we to take the Holy Communion every service, also uh, I was to pray and plead the blood of Jesus over everyone and every service we met. I would start down the list. It took me a while because, you know, we have a lot of people. Uh, I would go down the list and would begin to plead the blood of Jesus over every one of our church members and church families and friends and all. And, and sometimes it would take me quite a while to just go down that list. But oh, the anointing was there. The anointing was moving. And it ended up then when that thing came, that plague came, we, we weren't caught by surprise because we had been receiving a fresh word from heaven. Come on, come on. Come on, guys. It's time that we, we pastors, uh, oh, wow, uh, the, from the Chattanooga, Cleveland area, this area here, Athens, down the Dalton, all the around Decatur, all the areas, oh, Hicks and all. Folks, it's time that we got a hold of God Almighty because this area is destined for a move of the Spirit. And I've been talking about this quite a bit, and I'm going to continue talking about it. We are in alignment for an outpouring of God's Spirit that, I mean, guys, like, like, like the prophet Joel said, like Simon Peter said when he was there, uh, you know, at Pentecost, thus saith the Lord, in the last days, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. I, I, hello? This is not going to be a uh, reserved only for the preachers or reserved only for the elite ministers and all, or, or just certain churches. The Spirit of God is going to be poured out upon the whole earth. Wow. The knowledge, the prophet said this, the knowledge of the glory of God shall cover the earth as the waters covers the sea. I mean, folks, glory. Come on, glory, glory. A lot of people say, well, you know, uh, the coming of Jesus is about to take place. He's going to take, take the church out and, and, and all. Yes, 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 yes. But let me tell you, the harvest has got to be brought in. If the coming of the Lord, the resurrection, the rapture, the catching away of the church took place today, think of how many would be lost but the word of the Lord is, I'm going to move. Man, oh man, I, I, I had planned on this. I got something here. I got to read to y'all here in just a moment. But I, I got, man, this thing's got, got a hold of me here. Woo, whoa, Jesus. We are in the time in which God is saying, I'm going to bring in the harvest. I'm going to bring in the harvest. Come on, guys. And we're going to see, a, oh, a tremendous number of people brought into the kingdom of God. Can, can we get an amen on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus, harvest. 
harvest time is upon us. Harvest time is upon us. So yeah, there we go. There we go. Phew. Well, uh, so I'm bringing you a fresh word here. We're going to go back into the Old Testament this time. We're going to look at a, a particular verses of Scripture found in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 14. Some of you will be very familiar. This is a very familiar scripture. You hear it ministered on and talked about a lot here uh, in Exodus 14. It's the, it's the day that Israel came out of Egypt and began to go toward the promised land. In Exodus chapter 14, let, let me kind of set things up here, okay? God had moved upon the man Moses called Moses to be the man who would deliver Israel out of the Egyptian bondage. Israel had been slaves for over 400 years, but they had prayed. And Moses was at the mountain of God, saw the burning bush, and God spoke to Moses and said, I've heard the prayers of my people. And now I have, I have come down. Man, I tell you what, man, the atmosphere in this studio has been transformed, folks. Whew, why, whoa. Uh, I, I don't know how you're going to take this, but God has heard our prayers for our country, for our area here, southeast Tennessee, north, north Georgia, and northeastern Alabama. Oh, my God, God, God has heard our prayers. He's seen our tears. He's heard our cries as we've been laboring under the heavy load of religion. We've been like slaves to religion, but now God is saying, I've heard the cries of my people. The Lord is saying, I have now come down. I have, I have now come down. Get, get ready. Right there in your very room. If you're watching this by television or if you're on the internet looking on your iPad or, or maybe your cell phone or whatever, let, let me tell you right now, God has come down. I said God has come down and he's moving again. Come on. I mean, we're, we're hearing of young people praying all over the United States, young people meeting and calling out to God in, in colleges and all and, and, and schools everywhere. We hear this. We're hearing, oh, have you heard about what God is doing in California, uh, the revivals that are breaking out there? I mean, not only are people being saved, they're being healed. Uh, tents that would seat 5,000 people People are now overflowing and they got uh, thousands of people standing outside. They're having seats of the 10,000 people because God, I mean, in California, folks, one of the wildest states we've got, but yet here it is, God's, because God has heard our prayers. God is coming down. God is coming down. You say, well, pastor, there's a lot of, a lot of trash. There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of uh, evil things going on. Uh, that which was once good now is being called evil. That which was evil has now become good. I understand that. But God has also heard the cries Ooh. of his people. So get, get ready now. Moses returned to Egypt and he told Pharaoh, let my people go. The Lord says, let my people go. And as you know, Pharaoh refused and there were numerous plagues that were poured out. Awful things took place 
I've had a lot of people say, Pastor, is that what's happening in our nation? Is that why we're seeing the storms and we're seeing the, uh, the you know, the awful events happening, the mass shootings, the killings going on. I mean, I, you know, we, we're hearing that large, you know, chains of stores, you know, grocery stores and all uh, are closing down in certain cities because violence has become, crime has become so bad. Pastor, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. But let me tell you something. We have been praying and God has been hearing, and God is on the throne, and he's moving right. My God, my God, my God, in the name, my God, in the name of Jesus, the move is on, the move is on. That's the way it was with Egypt. Plagues were being poured out upon all over uh, Egypt, and yet, yet it was God. God was moving. And finally, the final plague came, and that was when the destroyer passed through the land. The death angel came through the land. And the only way that you would be spared was if you had the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost of your home. Let me tell you, John the Baptist looked up when Jesus was come walking down the side of the Jordan River. John Baptist looked up and he said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. The only way we're going to escape out of this thing, come on guys, the only way you and I are going to make it through this thing is going to be simply by the blood of the Lamb being applied to our heart's door. The blood of Jesus is all powerful. The blood of Jesus has not lost its power, but the blood of Jesus is still all powerful. It will cleanse us from our sins. It will deliver us from the uh, demonic. It will set us free from our addictions. I say the blood, oh, I know, I know, I know. Religion says we need to back off of that. It, it's, it's offensive, it will offend people. I'm sorry, it's the blood, it's the blood, it's the blood, it's the blood. It's the blood. When the death angel passed through Egypt and the firstborn were all being killed, Pharaoh said, get the, get, told Moses, get your people, get out of here. And Moses led Israel like a mighty army. Whew. The Holy Spirit manifested in a visible form. He looked like a, it looked like a cloud by day and fire by night, and he led Israel down. And they went down to the Red Sea. That's when Pharaoh rose up. And let, let's, re, let's read it here in, in Exodus chapter uh, 14. We're going to begin in, in verse 6. Pharaoh decided he was going to go after Israel again. He was not going to stop, but he was going to go after them. And so it, the scripture says here this, verse 6 in, in Exodus 14. And he made ready his chariot, talking about Pharaoh's chari chariot, and he took his people with him. He took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt. Whoa, 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 hold on. I know if you've ever watched 
Charlton Heston when he played the part of Moses on the on the movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Yul Brenner was, you know, played the part of uh, of uh, you know the Pharaoh. Yeah, yeah, I, I love Yul Brenner. I love Charlton Heston. Yeah, I love that old movie. Yeah. Well, they just show a small number, don't they? But in reality, there was six hundred of the chosen chariots. These are the elite chariots of war. And then the scripture says, let's read it again here. It says, all the chariots of Israel, excuse me, Egypt, all of them came. Not just the 600, but all of them came. Wow. And the captains over every one of them. Wow. The word that we have here translated as captains, it literally means the knights. K-E-N-I-G-H-T-S, knights, like a, like a knight. He is, he's in charge, a captain, a commander. He is the chosen one. It is the choice one. The word also knight there refers to royalty. It's the royal guard, the elite. Come on, the elite. In that word, the chosen ones, the chariots, the 600, it refers to they were the third ones in command under Pharaoh. You had Pharaoh, then you had the generals of the army, and then you had the knights, the chosen charioteers, the chosen ones who were coming. This is an elite. I mean, the entire army of Egypt was coming out after the children of Israel. And here's, here's the word here, then. We, we, we know... Then in 1 Samuel 13, it says there was 30,000 chariots that Egypt had. In, in 2 Chronicles chapter 12, we actually have a listing of 1,200 chariots of Egypt that was in a battle there. Come on. Folks, I mean to tell you, we just cannot fathom the numbers that were in the armies of Egypt. Hello? Okay. Let's read on here. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with a high hand. In other words, when they came out of Egypt, they were the rulers. They were the conquerors. For 400 years, they had been enslaved. Do you feel like that your life has been nothing but an enslavement? God is saying, come on, I'll bring you out with a high hand. Whoo! Wow. With a high hand, God's going to bring you out. Come on, guys. Some people think Christianity is a weak religion. It's only for the weak people. No, 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 no. When you come out as a child of the Most High God, you are riding out with a high hand. You are a part of the royal. You are the chosen generation. You are the royal priesthood. We are the people of the living God. They went out with a high hand. Wow. With a high hand. Whew. Not hands hanging down low. You know how it is. Have you ever been that way where you just you're just so tired of the battle? You're just so tired of, of the of the attacks of the enemy that you just your head is hung down, your arms are hung down, you know, it's like I just don't feel like I can hardly make it anymore. I'm just so tired. I'm just so wore out. It's time now for God's people. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. 
breakthrough. And now we're going to go out with the high hand, our hands lifted high. When Israel come out of Egypt, they were marching out with their hands raised up saying, Glory to Yahweh! Glory to the living God! For the Lord God has brought us forth. The Egyptians came out with their entire army. We're going to read it on here now. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh. Did you hear that? All the horses. And his horsemen. There you go. There's another group. We have the chariots. We have the horsemen now. And then it says, and his army. That's verse 9. And his army. We're not talking about just chariots. We're talking about cavalry. And we're talking about a marching army. And overtook them encamping by the sea beside Pihoth-Riath and by Baal-Ziphon. And when the children, when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. This is not just riding chariots. This is a marching army is coming after them. And they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? I said, I'm, I'm blown away with that. I mean, here's, here's Israel just witness all this great move of God. I mean, all these plagues, Egyptians, you know, uh, I mean, come on guys. And, and when Israel came out, the women went in and robbed the, all of the Egyptian homes. They took all the gold and silver. I mean, one moment they're broke slaves. The next day, next morning, they are rich with the wealth of Egypt. Come on. Talking about a transference of wealth. My God. Yeah, there it is. Hello. And then we, and now look at them. They're saying, is it because there's no graves in Egypt? What in the world? I mean, come on, let's be honest about it. Egypt is known as the place of the tombs. I mean, think about it. I mean, right now, I mean, in Egypt, what do you have? You have tombs, pyramids everywhere because it's known as a place. And yet here they are, the Israelites, they're just complaining. They're murmuring, oh, oh, it's all so bad. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and then verse 12, is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we should serve the Egyptians? Come on, come on, folks. And if we had been, it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than for us to die out here in the wilderness. Verse 13, Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I know that just within the last little while they declared the pandemic of the COVID is over. But then they warned, said, but beware because we're probably going to have another pandemic before too long. Great, you know. Uh, let, let me just do this to you here. Folks, Fear has been one of the most powerful tools that have been used by the enemy against God's people. We are afraid. Come on, guys. We're fearful. I mean, hello, there are people still trying to wear masks because they're afraid. They're scared. They're fearful. Uh, hello, we're, we're afraid that we're fixing to break out. I mean, our own Pentagon is announcing that we may go into a nuclear war because of what Russia's doing. They're telling us that China China is our great enemy now, and that we, oh, it's going, oh, it's going to be bad. We're going to be having war, World War 
three is about fear, 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 fear. Get ready. We're going to have more pandemics. More people going to die. Fear. That's all we hear is fear. But God, the word of the Lord is don't be afraid. I've got this. God has not relinquished his throne. Nope. He's got us. Come on. Fear not. Stand still. In other words, don't be, don't be running around. Anybody ever hear the old saying, like a chicken with his head cut off? Don't be running around crazy. Going, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? God is saying to us right now, don't be afraid. For I've got control of this thing. Shoo, man, I feel this. I've got control of this thing. And he said this. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, you shall see them again no more. The word of the Lord to you is, there are enemies that have been attacking you and your family for generations. But the Lord is saying, the time has come. God said, I'm fed up with that. I'm fed up with what the devil's been doing. I'm fed up with these demons, what they've been doing against my people. God is saying right now, you're not going to see those enemies anymore. I mean, your, your mama, your, your daddy, your grandparents, your, your ancestors may have struggled with things, but guess what? You're not going to have to struggle with it because God is saying, you're not going to see that anymore. My God, my God, my God, my God. In the name of Jesus, you're not going to witness those things. The enemy is going to be swallowed up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Receive this. Receive this word right now. This is a fresh word for you right now. Come on, guys. In this Old Testament passage, here is a fresh word for you right there. God is saying, I've got your back. You're not going to see the things trouble you anymore. Those generational curses, I break them in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus drives out any of those generational curses that have been plaguing you no more. By his stripes you are healed in Jesus' name. Let me read on a bit more. Time is running out. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. This is the word that I want to give to you right now. God has got a word for you and the word is he's on your side and he's going to fight for you. God is going to fight for you. God is going to fight for you. You're not alone. You're not in this thing all by yourself. God is going to fight for you. Let me begin offering up a prayer here. In the name of the Most High God, in the name of His Son, Jesus, I pray to Yahweh right now, Father, Abba, in the name of Jesus, May these people receive their word that you're fighting for them, that you're moving even now, and that you will come to their rescue. Just as it was there in that day when they got down by that Red Sea and Israel lifted up their eyes and they saw the enemy. Are you seeing the enemy, church? Come on. Let me tell you what's fixing to happen. Holy Spirit is going to come in between us and the enemy. There's going to be such a distinction between us and the people of the world. It's going to be amazing. The Holy Spirit is going to manifest just like he did then as a cloud. In the name of Jesus, the glory cloud is going to appear and it's going to be darkness to the enemy and light to God's people. God's going to make the way for you right now.
the sea is opening for you. The barrier that's been holding you back is opening up for you. In the name of Jesus, you'll not see your enemy anymore for God is fighting for you. I am Pastor Daniel Carlton. This is the Seer Report. Receive your word. God is fighting for you.